Welcome to the Hear Me Out Podcast with your hosts Finn and Nessa. Today we'll be discussing the self-help industry. From veganism to hustle culture, we'll be talking about all the different ways people try to improve themselves and the capitalist agenda behind them. Okay, so as time has gone on, there seems to be an obsession with improving ourselves um, to the point of basing literally our self-worth around how much we're like continuously self-improving and trying to chase like a metaphorical carrot. You're supposed to be this person chasing this unreachable goal of perfection that the majority of people are never going to reach. And we feel like based on what we're seeing, it's kind of this unhealthy obsession and we actually do want to have a talk about it and some of the different um, forms this obsession takes, whether it's veganism, whether it's meditation, exercise, or hustle and grind culture. So why don't you hit us with the example? Because the reason we actually are taking this episode is Nessa has been thinking about veganism and it kind of blew up into a whole idea. So um, why don't you tell us about your experiences with veganism and veganism influences? Hey, it's not just me. What do you mean? Nah, I am so at peace. I'm just at home doing nothing. It's you you who brings up these topics. (laughs) You fucking liar. (laughs) No, we were like, um, God, you're really shining this spotlight on me as if I was (laughs) liar. (laughs) Liar. Anyways, we were talking. And we started, um, I don't know, because we were talking about how, like, there are so many alternatives and stuff. And basically, we were yeah. talking about how, I mean, we've, we've mentioned this more than once yeah, in our conversation, in just regular conversation. Like, I think mm-hmm. I asked you about protein shakes. And I was like, oh, do yeah. you think I should try a plant-based alternative? Because I... And lactose intolerant and and one and blah 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 blah. But yeah. I think um it came up more because we both watched uh Jigsaw, which is a stand-up special by um Daniel Sloss. And mm-hmm. by the way, go watch it. It's on Netflix and I love him so much. Um he goes on this rant about veganism and basically just outlines how um, vegans have the wrong, well, basically like the annoying habits that vegans have, like when they get all condescending. Yeah. And he also mentions how they have the wrong argument when people try to tell you, oh, you should do, you should go vegan. And then they yeah. try to stress, uh, well, what did he say again? Um, it was mostly focused on how cows are consuming a whole lot of water. And in return, they give us like, I think it was like a pint of milk or something. They consume a yeah. lot more water and the output that they give is very little. So and like farm, th- yeah. farmland as well. Like basically if the whole world went vegan, it would be, it would, le- it, it would consume less resources. It would be more economical for everybody. But obviously like it's, I mean, we're both not vegan and I don't think we could ever be because we love meat too much um right you right. tried it and then i tried it yeah i tried it yeah i mean you, I, but look I, at you I, now I like doing bacon yeah. 
<laughs> yeah, I mean, I did try it. It's 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 interesting, but I don't think, especially because of like my lifestyle, it's very sustainable. I do know that there are people who are like plant based and exercise, but mm-hmm. then yeah, it's not yeah. exactly something that like I'll like eat my food and enjoy it all the time if I were to continue down that yeah. route. So he basically says it consumes less resources. It's actually a quite good argument, but vegans would usually well, in his experience, would usually have the wrong argument, which is to, is they kind of focus on about like, oh, if you had to kill the chicken yourself, you wouldn't do it. You wouldn't, you wouldn't do it. And I was like, I don't know. Yeah, I, I mean, like, I've seen a lot of dead stuff. <laughs> I mean, that's the thing. It's kind of like seen a lot of dead chickens. Um. <laughs> we're all kind of aware about what's happening with the climate and how things are changing. We're all aware about um, economics and how actually being plant-based might have benefits Mm -hmm. also has some cons in terms of like um, some industries, but then there is also the argument that like people will move to different industries. So it'll balance out, but strictly focusing on the pain that is felt by the animals is is not, not the greatest argument, argument point I'm because it also yeah it's it's based on people's ethics so if your ethics aren't in that direction then it's not gonna make as much sense it's gonna be you're just talking to me to feel something that i don't actually feel which yeah. is understandable and another thing is i feel like they also fail to consider like the economics of it as well like i mean well that and societal um factors like for example um if especially like in third world countries there are and well everywhere actually there are so or big industries that rely on meat production Mm -hmm. for example like if there's like a family um owned like um farm that just yeah you know farms chickens and then what you stop it just for your cause that that's a lot of people without jobs and cultures as well there are so many col- i mean food is such a big part of culture mm-hmm. you know take away one like animal take away like a eating pig in like for example like the philippines that would just oh my god yeah it would be chaotic <laughs> um <laughs> i don't know like what would you eat in during birthdays <laughs> you know you know so it's it's a lot of different factors that still need yeah. to be taken place but like it's it's i commend vegans but i just <laughs> i can't do that but there yeah. is also this thing where i feel like veganism diet is and like you know healthy eating and dieting of course you can do that in a healthy manner and still you know be a healthy weight and whatnot um but i feel like that type of thing is usually aimed at women and then mm-hmm. it and it in, only intensifies unhealthy body standards or like um impossible body standards like i understand that you can be healthy while being vegan but for young girls especially it's hard to juggle that and it mm-hmm. kind of encourages this culture kind of encourages this obsession with eating clean maintaining a certain type of weight looking a certain way like an yeah. example of this is like detox and diet drinks. Mm-hmm. They're usually marketed towards women. Like when I'm on Instagram, I don't see these weight loss drinks um, 
aimed at men. It's yeah. usually like a female influencer telling girls like, oh, if you drink this, you'll lose X number of pounds. Um, yeah. Whereas in, for men, uh, it's usually protein shakes that are marketed towards them, which, you know, you can use protein shakes as a supplement for your cut or bulk, but usually it's for a person to get bigger. Mm-hmm. Sorry to sound like a gym bro here, but it's usually used during bulking season. Exactly. Um, but yeah, that's what's usually marketed towards men are like protein shakes in contrast to the weight loss drinks marketed towards women. So it kind of like promotes that um, kind of toxic way of thinking, I like to say. Mm, this yeah, not, yeah. Like a pressure to be smaller is yeah. usually aimed at women rather than men or like in my experience i don't really see it aimed at them i mean like even my personal experience as someone who kind of eats a certain way to look a certain way it's not really one of those things that's thrown at you very much i mean advertisements around me are like what you say it's mostly about protein shakes or about other uh, meals sometimes it's like meals to increase well like supplemental meals etc etc so it's like it's the opposite. It's like, you know, this is, you keep eating, keep eating in order to kind of also get to a certain um, weight, which also probably does have its downsides. But I mean, it's not as dangerous, I think, as someone who has like body dysmorphia, like anorexia, or things like yeah. that, which is like very life-threatening, if not gone, goes untreated. Yeah, especially just, you know, especially with, social media and everything everything is just intensified to a yeah. certain level mm-hmm. anyways really on that yeah. sad freaking note <laughs> you've been trying meditation yeah, well, yeah. for a while now actually yeah, i just heard I, of it recently i mean i i find meditation for example well the influence of meditation i find meditation's great but it's supposed to be like supplemental i feel like from what I've read or like seen of people trying to experience Take a like shot the benefits every time of me- we say supplemental. I don't think we should do that. Oh yeah. Oh, <laughs> what you wanna do that again? Do you no. really wanna do that again? We're gonna die. We're if, gonna if, keep if we're doing the rest that, of the episodes sober. <laughs> no, I mean like if we're ever doing that again, it's gonna be vodka a vodka. We're not you're not gonna get a shortcut this time. Okay. It was unfair. I can't okay. believe you think soju is a shortcut. Have you ever had soju? Yeah, but like the alcohol percentage. Have you ever had soju? I haven't. Okay, I'll have it one you time. You have to have we'll, soju. We'll I have cannot, it one time. I yeah. do not stand for the soju slander as an Asian. <laughs> okay, okay. I respect that. So one time we'll have soju okay. so I can like give it I'll the respect that it has. You know, exactly, as, we can swap. As one... I, we will restore balance. Exactly. <laughs> like the thing with meditation is it's something like exercise. It's like a great um, way to strengthen your mind and a great way to get it into a better place, especially if you practice it consistently. But it's not going to solve all your problems. There's nothing that's going to solve all your problems. It's like you have to take a holistic approach. So I feel like some people come into meditation going like, I need to quiet my mind. Your mind is not going to quiet. The people who actually like teachers who talk about it, that like even years later, it takes them a while to quiet their mind or they become anxious or they become 
they go through the same emotions as us, but they do have more control of them. So it's the same as someone in the gym trying to do something that they haven't trained to do. You're going to hurt yourself. Like mm-hmm. self-meditation, you probably won't hurt yourself, but you're not going to have the um, the ability to do it because you don't have the skills. You have to develop the skills over time. So with companies like Calm and Headspace, I, I do commend them for like, you know, spreading meditation. Mm-hmm. Um, I do take issue though with like kind of how it seems like to spread meditation, they're trying to rely on celebrities more often in order to try yeah. and get... Are you talking about Calm? Yeah. I mean, I use calm, so I'm not yeah, trying to slander them, but like, you know, I do find it annoying. <laughs> like, like I like the teachers, the actual teachers, because like you hear them, their experiences, but mm-hmm. I do get frustrated when it's kind of like this random celebrity, like, and sometimes they even will spotlight it. Like recently they had uh, Sean Mendes and oh my God, I forgot really? what her name Maybe is. I yeah. should download calm. <laughs> yeah, I was just like, this is just so annoying and whack. And, like, I'm not even going to do these. So, I mean, to each their own. I mean, like, you see, it's working for you. You kind of want that buy-in through Sean. So (laughs) Yeah, I mean, the money, money. this is exactly how they get people. Yeah, so it's just about, like, kind of doing that. And, I mean, like, I feel like focusing more on the actual practice and getting yourself to, um, to that place through consistent practice is more important than trying to get as many people into the app as possible. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But for me personally, nobody asked, but I can't really, I can't really get myself into that, like meditation. Yeah. Um, but, well, because I guess, well, one, it's hard for me to relax. <laughs> I think mm-hmm. I'm in just, I'm a ball of anxiety. Um, yeah. It's hard for me to relax. And when I do close my eyes, it's very easy for me to fall asleep. I'm always on melatonin. So I'm always trying to stay awake. Yeah. Um, yeah. So it's I will either fall asleep instantly or I can't get my mind to relax. And I'll just close my eyes, but I'll end up like planning my day. Or like, okay. oh, or like thinking... I'll just have my mind wander. But I think, I don't know, based on the things you've explained to me in the past, meditation is basically doing whatever works for you, whatever helps keep your mind at ease. And for me, I guess the only time I can have my mind kind of, well, not blank, but uh, not blank, but kind of at, at ease, like I'm not really thinking of anything and I'm in the moment, it would be like when I'm biking because I really cannot think of anything else in the moment because if I think of something else, I will get hit by a car. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah. So I yeah. guess that's... So yeah, I, I that's what I do. But, you know, for other people, that's different. Some people like to work out or something. You know, for, you, can... for you, meditation works. Yeah. But yeah, I yeah. guess... I guess how, so, how did you put it before? Um, meditation is basically... Something, something, something. Yeah, it's exercise for the mind. Oh, wow. Okay. Yeah. Quotable quotes. Okay. So now on that note, we can move on to exercise. So what's your experience with this one? Um, I like it. I cannot. It's um, when I don't exercise, I get into a little depression hole, which is bad. 
Um, but I don't know. Um, the thing is, it's really good. I think I, I really, I can't stress this enough. You have to find a way to do something physical, especially now that we're like in our 20s. Yeah. Um, cause you can experiment with different, like experiment with different things like yoga, cycling, running, weightlifting, calisthenics, whatever, whatever works for you, Pilates, whatever. Um, mm-hmm. try to find something, an exercise that works for you that you can use for the rest of your life because on, because you have to, the way you exercise your mind by reading books and consuming content is the way you should do with your body. Like, keep it a well-oiled machine god i sound like a freaking trainer but um yeah i think because it's easier to build these habits i guess when you're younger like yeah i don't know i like to think we're in our prime at our 20s because for sure your body's probably gonna work like your metabolism is gonna be better right now than in your 30s and it's easier to build habits when you're younger than if you're like 40 and trying to learn how to swim or you something yeah. i don't know yeah yeah you're um, making a good point it's also yeah. about the habits like some people say like up to the age of 25 your mind kind of sets in terms of the habits that you're going to be taking into the future so mm-hmm. i mean yeah. doing it a little earlier is actually probably beneficial yeah in the long term yeah yeah and it, obviously the health benefits are right there um yeah but i do notice that you know with the rise of like uh, I don't know, like gym bros and stuff like that. Um, it is, it can get to a place where it's unhealthy. It yeah. can get to a place where I notice people, like they probably have eating disorders, but they just don't know it. Or like mm-hmm. yeah. it just, it can lead to this obsession with with like, it can lead to this obsession with looking a certain way and weighing a specific amount. Yeah, and just yeah, yeah. not being able to relax like oh my god if i eat this slice of cake i have ruined my body which is oh my god you have to relax it has to be something sustainable you have to cut yourself some slack yeah, i don't know you've had experience like with guys at the yeah. gym right yeah like i've trained with some people kind of um were very critical of their body and by extension also very critical like would say things about me about like how i'm looking composition and all that type of stuff and i mean like um at least one i can say he actually was training so i can understand why i had an eye for these things but you know like in the long term that might not actually be the healthiest thing if someone for example sticks to those criticisms and goes on a mission or even tries to elevate themselves by using something like steroids, which, like, I mean, I don't recommend. Some people say they're healthy ways to take them, but I wouldn't do that. So mm-hmm. it's all about how um, you view yourself. So if exercise becomes a thing of it, like, makes you feel unhappy or with your body, it's probably not in the best place. It should more, like, be a journey that you're enjoying or you're trying to get somewhere. So you should also be enjoying the journey instead of trying to rush to the end goal or trying to maintain the end goal for as long as possible. Cause you know, like there's only so much like a body can take and it's only so long you're going to live. So sometimes 
indulging in something you like once in a while, etc., etc. Those type of things, you know, they're good for you. Yeah, and I think when did we meet? Um, it's just kind of crazy. Like you know how this kind of gym culture it kind of started. I feel like because I because I watched uh, Arnold's documentary about mm-hmm. bodybuilding. Yeah, a while back, and I was like, "It's crazy how things have evolved." It started with them just eating like seven eggs a day or whatever, and now mm-hmm. there's like creatine, pre-workout, um, yeah, yeah. protein shakes. It's an entire industry. You know, people yeah. just keep selling. Like every time I talk to someone from that like works out, they're always trying to recommend me something new. Like they're yeah, always like, "Oh my yeah. god, you should try this pre-workout. It's gonna." It's like amazing. It's like cocaine, but it's not. <laughs> so, oh, no, yeah. Okay, um, calm down. <laughs> like, it's just crazy. It's an entire industry that's like built to, I don't know, it's trying to better yourself, but it's also it could lead to unhealthy body image. Yeah, an unhealthy view of yourself. Yeah. yeah. Sucks. What a closer. <laughs> <laughs> So anyway, we and, can move on now, to the Now next. here's a very, very bad transition. Transition. <laughs> I don't know how we would transition into this. But anyways. Yeah. You know well, those motivational quotes? Yes. <laughs> you can talk about your own experience. Oh my gosh. I used to have like, I don't know. The, the difference between... Tr- <laughs> Wait. The difference between try and triumph is a little, um. Yeah, those type <laughs> oh of quotes. Like, yeah, motivational shit. Yeah, so I mean, it's 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 one of those things where if you're seeing quotes about it or tweets about it, etc., cetera, etc., cetera, it's around the idea of being always on twenty four seven in order to try, um reach a level of success so like when people call it the hustle slash grind culture so it's mm-hmm. all about these people who seem to be on a mission to try and do more always make more money exercise more at the gym so basically all these things have the best diet have the best it's very like superficial level you know so it's 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 about trying to have a view so that people see you as a certain thing and I mean, it's it can be good as motivation for a person who needs it, but sometimes it goes into the unhealthy side of things when people are kind of basing a whole lot of their personality mm-hmm. on putting other people down for maybe enjoying themselves or indulging in something. It's kind of this whole thing where it's like your hobbies have to be helping you make money, your Time should be helping you make money. You shouldn't read fiction. You should be reading books that will help you learn about other people to make money. How to get rich in a week. Yeah, so it's kind of this whole (laughs) continuous cycle of trying to, like, get you to be always on, to always be striving to reach the next level. And, I mean, I think sometimes it can be a good thing depending on how people word it. But also you have to be very aware that these people sometimes also selling things or ideas in order to, um, like you just said with that book title, that's someone 
he's not really selling you a novel idea because if he was oh, becoming that wasn't so a book rich title. i just yeah around yeah <laughs> yeah like but like based off that book title it's like people trying to make this idea that if you do my system yeah. you'll become rich you'll become successful so buy my book and this, so people are also yeah. trying to sell you things through that it's also connected with this like um i take a shot every time i'm in say obsession <laughs> but um like this obsession with productivity like if you're not doing something in with your time that will like you know help you gain money like help you generate income then you're wasting your time that's mm-hmm. basically i mean i don't know i hear that a lot like oh, okay yeah you have to constantly be working on yourself you can't have a day off like ceos you know they have they do this they do that like oh, shut up shut no. up yeah. john yeah, yeah. so it's, it's this constant um yeah. downward pressure to keep you doing things being always on even comes in with companies and like they'll be asking you for example during this covid period what you've been doing it's like the world's at a standstill and the first thing they want to know is how you've been working what you've been spending your time on it's not a thing of like trying to make sure that you're emotionally healthy or something like mm-hmm. that it's what are you doing in order to increase, I mean, to improve your career path, et cetera, et cetera. And being always on like that is not healthy in the long term. If you look at something, I mean, it's not the best example, but something like the Wolf of Wall Street, where like oh those God, guys were straight yeah. up always on. Yeah. And it's like that whole thing, they were using drugs, they were using prostitutes in order to stay always on. So yeah. yes, they were always on, but they were it led it them down paths yeah they led I mean, them down paths the that were not guess yeah. where he ends up yeah it Jail. led them down to a path where it was just like it was this continuous never ending yeah um binging on drugs sex etc etc et so that's that's the main issue and i feel like hustle culture is cool if, i mean it's good to be example, productive yeah, yeah, it's good to be productive because I mean, like, there are people who are, of course, the other extreme who, yeah, um, like, I'm not gonna get mad at anything. you for making money, you know. So, I mean, like, even like for me, like, because I mean, bread. I think I was exposed to like hustle culture when I was a teenager, it was a thing of like, I probably wouldn't have like maybe some of my hobbies or some of the way I spend my time if I didn't get exposed to it, but getting exposed to it to a level where you kind of, um, aren't taking care of yourself where mm-hmm. it's just like you always just want to be always on yeah and, and then use kind of anything like you're basing else your self-worth on like yeah money. so you don't want to be there you want to kind of be in a place where it's like you have like a healthy level of self-worth yeah that's true i mean especially with i mean i notice as well this is this is more common among like guys i don't know i like there's a guy i should probably unfollow him on instagram i don't like him at all there i don't find any i mean i don't have a relationship or anything with him just literally like mutuals so i have no idea why i still follow him but like he's a type who just like everything on his story on instagram is just about the grind and just like motivational quotes and he's the type of guy think you know this type who um identifies as an alpha 
Yeah, no. I, I think we know the type. I don't know. I cringe. <laughs> but yeah, I'm an alpha. True alphas. Blah 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 blah. Yeah, yeah. But in general, like you yeah. can see that, like, in I terms mean, it's of good to have mm -hmm. drive,、mm -hmm. but obviously in everything we do, there's a balance to it. Yeah, 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 yeah. So I mean, like in general, the self help, that idea of self help actually originates from way, way back. If you actually look at it, like one of the first books that people like cite as one of like the main self help books. Dang, there's a was, history lesson. I、um, know. <laughs> Think and Grow Rich by Napoleon Hill, which was like written in the twentieth century. So、mm -hmm. a book like that, which is very very old, is is still seen as like one of the、um, granddaddies of self help books. Yeah, and I mean, like to tell you the truth, like if you read a lot of these books, you'll see that、um, it's 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 things that you kind of look at and you're like, but this makes sense, but it's also kind of self explanatory sometimes. Yeah, like. Even a book like the Four Hour Work Week, it's、mm -hmm. basically、oh、you have、God. a four hour work week by, like, like Wait, when I read it, it, I think I I've heard of that. Yeah, yeah, I read it. So basically,、What、the idea、think? is you can have a four hour work week <laughs> by outsourcing.、Smiling. Wait, what? Sorry. You're already smiling. I can tell you. Yeah. 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 So it's like it's basically you outsource all of your work to people in other countries. So that's how you have a four-hour work week. You so you didn't、people. really work. You had other people. Yeah, you have other people、money. doing it for you. And he also talked about how it's so much cheaper than using labor in America. So basically, all he's doing is outsourcing、um, his work to vulnerable workers all around the world. Exploitation. Basically, so every book has its kind of flaws if you look at it. Oh、um, my god. I did. I've I've heard of that book. I've yeah, heard yeah. I've heard of it, but I never learned the content. This is literally、yeah. the first time hearing of this, and damn, I am disappointed. Yeah, yeah. That is sad, dude. But I mean, he、Sucks. did make his money off it. That's what I also think about. Like a lot of these things, I think it's like they might have a little bit of money, but、mm -hmm. they really get rich off their books. So、yeah. it's kind of just one of those things where it's like you understand why they do it because they make money off the books、mm -hmm. and selling an interesting idea, and some people are obviously gonna back it and say yes, this is the way. But I mean, the four-hour work week came out; it was huge, and now like no one talks about it because obviously the gaping hole is how he was talking about all the workers in India that he was using to be an、mm -hmm. assistant and work out this for him while he sleeps, etc., etc. It's just. It's not ethical, so yeah. 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 Wow. Okay. <laughs> so. How is the loudest vibration? I know it's annoying. <laughs> Sorry、oh、about that, guys. So, so where was that vibration on the rich, Richter, 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 Richter scale? I have no idea, and it's probably just someone who's spam calling me anyway. So I don't know why they're doing that. Sag. <sighs> Sag. Anyway.
Um, yeah. Okay. So you also found a quote by Mark Twain where you're like, be careful about reading health books. You may die of a misprint. First of all, I didn't find it because that just makes me sound like a nerd who mm -hmm. researched for this episode, which I am not. Mm -hmm. I remember it from high school. Like an mm -hmm. like a fucking nerd. Um, I feel like you like yeah, yeah. <laughs> I don't even remember where it's from. It's probably the only Mark Twain um quote I remember. But yeah, I yeah. remember it because I used it on my dad. <laughs> really? Wow. Yeah, because he's like obsessed with like eating healthy. So basically, so basically the hustle yeah, grind was, culture. Um, he was more oh. on like eating. More eating, just focused eating. Yeah, like he, he's a type of guy who he actually doesn't consume caffeine. He doesn't consume I mean, any caffeine. Yeah. yeah. Um, he gets all his nutrients from food, so that's why he's so careful with what he eats. Um, okay. But it would just drive me insane because we couldn't eat anywhere. Because oh, so that's why it was so difficult. He would like not let you go wherever. Yeah, because he'd just be, ah, uh, he just like, oh, I can't eat anything with fat, and I was like, oh, how? That's, that's actually very difficult. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Um, yeah. No, I understand that. That's like limiting of so many yeah, things. Yeah. So I would we would only eat at places that had fish. Or veggies as an option. Which, I mean, there are lots of places to have that. But, yeah. you know, it would limit... It limits the choice to, like, four restaurants. Because as because there's the taste. And then there's, like, the op... Like, the op... Like, how they cook the fish. Yeah, yeah. You know, I yeah, don't know. Like, yeah. it's a super... It was super annoying growing up. As he got older, he got more... Um, I mean, he still doesn't eat much. It's still annoying. Like, we would only eat... Like, we... He never ordered pork. Never Did he give pork. a reason? Or he just said Because no. pork usually has fat. Oh, uh, so, yeah. yeah. So, we'd okay. always have either chicken or fish. Beef. Sometimes. Oh, so he's, like, mostly white meat, basically. Yeah. Okay. He avoids red meat. And, like, okay. it was so... There was a time when we weren't allowed to have bacon in the house. He banned bacon. I know it was a difficult, like it was like f like four years or something like that, and canned beef as well. He wouldn't let me have canned corned beef, uh, spam. If it came in a can, no. So you're like sneaking out to get bacon some nights. Yeah, I knew it. <laughs> and nuggets. He didn't let me have nuggets for a while as well. But nuggets are white meat, so I don't know. What? Well, so he was basically also processed. a. So it was also like police. So it was basically if I can't eat it, you guys can't eat it as well. well type of thing. I don't know. He it was just you know he just wanted to make sure I ate better because if it was there, I'd eat that and only that. If that makes sense, I don't know. Like I would mm -hmm. still you know sometimes go to Mc. He doesn't know when I go to McDonald's. Oh. <laughs> but yeah, he yeah. he got he got to that point. Um, you know, you have to have fruits every time. Uh, so annoying. But I mean, mm -hmm. I understand why he did it. Mm -hmm. Why are we talking about this again? 
I have no idea. We just went down this rabbit hole randomly. I know. I'm so sorry. We're just we can climb like, out. I feel of like it. you're my therapist, and we're talking about all the ways. Then you need to pay. I've me. been restricted. I oh no, never mind. I don't want to pay. What do you, you. mean? Why don't you want to pay me? <laughs> this is nothing in life is free. This is hustle culture. Hustle. This is my. This is your grind. This is my grind. This so is, exactly. This I must send you my PayPal exists. email. The it's twofold, you know. It's just a podcast and a therapy session. Exactly, like half half. So I'll send you my yeah. PayPal email. Oh my god! Charged by the hour. Uh, we're ending this podcast. This <laughs> I don't want to lose. Mo- I didn't know I'd lose money. Yeah, yeah, anyway. but like, yeah. basically, take care of yourself. Wow, self improving. There's nothing particularly wrong. With being on a path of self-improvement, but yeah. just be aware that there are people that are trying to profit off it, yeah. and there are people who are taking it to extremes to the you point where it's unhealthy. Cults before, yeah, yeah, it's almost like if you get in too deep, you can sometimes see it's almost cult. Like especially if you see some people within these industries attacking other people. That's not normal yeah. or healthy behavior. Obviously, yeah. attacking people is just a, a red flag. Yeah. So if it gets to that point with someone, then you obviously know that they're probably in too deep and it's an issue. Yeah. It's like so, usually people who think their way of self-improvement is the right way. Mm-hmm. And the only way they think they're superior, they're, their kind of lifestyle is superior. So they yeah. try to kind of force that kind of lifestyle or their those habits down people's throats, which is that's wrong. Like, yeah, it it should be your decision. Like you yeah. do you. If if you want to be vegan, you do you. If you don't want to be vegan, go ahead. Um, mm-hmm. you know, you gotta remember though that at the end of the day, these are uh, there's. These are all industries, you know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They're trying to sell you things. It's not just, it's not just them trying to sell you health, but they're also trying to make money off of you. So mm-hmm. take everything with a grain of salt. Yeah, yeah, that is true. Yeah. Okay. So yeah, I think that's the point that we can end on. So yeah. take care improve of yourself. yourself the improve way you yourself. Fit. But then yeah, the yeah. best way you see fit for yourself. Do okay. it on your own terms. Yeah. Exactly. Okay. Well this is Finn and Nessa signing, signing out. Off. Damn it. Out. out. Oh my god, we're still not in sync. <laughs> Anyways. <laughs>